Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose. With me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Happy freaking fabulous Friday, baby. Freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday. Hope you are ready to enjoy your weekend. And I am just wrapping up um, a day of some really good, solid emotional work with the family, emotional education. And uh, it just makes me think about the exceptional challenges that we oftentimes have with exceptional children. You don't have exceptional challenges unless your children are exceptional, which in essence makes you an exceptional parent. We oftentimes in our efforts to parent, which is typically to raise our children up in the, in the best version of us that we can imagine, um, we have fantasies about parenting and we have fantasies about the way we want our children to behave in society, about how we want them to, to what, what we want them to achieve, you know, and it's, it starts from is it a boy or is it going to be a girl? And then from there for adoptive families, we're going to adopt a boy, we're going to adopt a girl and how successful is he or she going to be? How happy, you know, how, how good of parents are we going to be? And parents of exceptional children have a tendency to have those fantasies smash pretty early in their, in their parenting journeys. And then what happens is the reality of stress and fear and overwhelm set in. And when the reality of stress and fear and overwhelm set in, something very interesting happens. We start to operate from our own pain body. We start to react from our own place of trauma. And I saw a quote um, someone had uh, put out the other day, and it had something to do with, and this is almost a, just a tangent, this had, it had something to do with children respond from their from their trauma and parents respond um, from their you know from their pain or something like that and to me that's not accurate and it's not accurate because the words respond to respond is a conscious act it requires thought when when you are without consciousness and when you are not thinking then you are reacting and when you are reacting it's because you're coming from your primal brain your reptilian brain your reptilian brain is what is guiding you to reduce a threat to reduce stress to survive to keep from dying and so when we are reacting to our children we're not responding. When we are re reacting, we are not thinking. When we are reacting, we are in a autopilot state. We're in a state of amygdala hijacking. There's no, there's, there's no responding in that place. We are not thinking. We are all emotional. And when we become emotional, we are operating from old memories, 
from old energies, from old experiences, from old vibrations. And those, those old energies and experiences and vibrations, and, and sometimes, you know, I like to say that stress does three things. It causes us to obsess about the future, fear what may or may not happen in the future. It causes us to react from the past, and it takes us out of the present. Sometimes, I'm not even going to say sometimes, when we are reacting, whether it's obsessing about the future, which is actually reacting from the past because our obsession about the future is usually to avoid some experience we've had in the past, some association with some person in the past that we didn't like, that was stressful, that was traumatic, that we want to avoid happening in the future. And then when we're obsessing about the future, reacting from the past, and when we're not in the present, what happens is we are consumed with our own sense of survival, our own sense of parental survival. And when that happens, we abandon, we abandon the story of our children. When we abandon the story of our children, we abandon their origins, we abandon their pain, we abandon, in some instances, their name. We abandon all of their earliest experiences. And all those, all those early experiences are what are showing up in that moment. They're showing up in that moment and that's what's creating the reality for that child. That's what's driving their behaviors. That's what's driving their emotions. And so that's what's driving. They're, they're in their own state of amygdala hijacking. They're in their own state of reactivity. So when they're being driven from their own pain body, from their own trauma experiences, and then we drop into our amygdalas and we're now reacting from our own pain bodies and our own, our own trauma experiences, then neither of us is in a present state. And in order for, in order for you to help your, your children, and the reason I'm calling them exceptional children that come with exceptional challenges is because Exceptional children will take you into places within yourself that you haven't visited in years, sometimes decades. And exceptional children will invite you to see the world from a lens of experience that you've lived before. Exceptional children open a door for you into your own experience, into your own past experiences that redefine and reframe the world in that moment and usually it's colored in a in an unkind and unpleasant way because that was your parental experience that was your child experience your child having a parental experience and so now what your what your exceptional child is doing when they open up that door is they are giving you an opportunity to recreate the world, to paint the world again from that pain, that center of pain, from that trauma. And when that happens, you then are abandoning your child. And you are abandoning in that moment the opportunity to be present to them in their own transformation, the need they have to work through their own trauma, the need that they have in that moment to feel connected and to feel in relationship and to not feel rejected, to not feel abandoned, to not feel all alone, to not feel insignificant. 
when your exceptional child opens that door for you into your own process, they're also, they're also watching you go away from them. Because when you hit that process within yourself, emotionally, when we become stressed, when we become overwhelmed, when we become anxious, emotionally we are abandoning our children. It's like you're having a grand mal seizure. You're there, but you're not there. And you're because your child is exceptional, they sense that. And what I want to encourage you to do is I want to encourage you to slow down in your parenting process of your exceptional child. Because it is only until you slow down that you can that you can face and encounter those exceptional challenges from a place of mindfulness and a place of presence, from a place of attempted understanding that comes from investigation. It comes from awareness. It comes from an openness. You have to slow down because those exceptional challenges that are a byproduct of your exceptional children are overwhelming and they, they open those doors for you to abandon them all over again. When you slow down, and it's so simple, it's not easy, it's simple. It's simple because it's just simple. It's not easy because we get stressed. When you slow down and you'll take those deep breaths and you'll acknowledge where you're feeling in that moment. You'll acknowledge that overwhelm. You'll acknowledge that anxiety. You'll acknowledge that stress. And you give yourself an opportunity to turn inward instead of focused outward. You give yourself an opportunity to turn inward. It's almost like you, you can soothe and comfort that regressed place within yourself. And when you can soothe and comfort that regressed place within yourself, you actually come rushing from the past into the present. Then all of a sudden you're showing up in a different way. You're showing up in a, in a, in a more active way, a more present, a, more, a, strong, a stronger way. And when you do that in the moment, you realize that this isn't life or death. You realize that this isn't a recreation of your past. You realize that the future doesn't even exist. And then all of a sudden you're present in, a, in your prefrontal cortex is activated in a way that can then say, who am I looking at? Who am I looking at when I'm looking and facing these exceptional challenges coming from this exceptional child? If these are exceptional challenges, they must be coming from an exceptional child. And a, a child only becomes exceptional when they've gone through exceptional circumstances. What are the exceptional circumstances that have defined and created my exceptional child that are now creating these exceptional challenges? When you can get present to that reality and in that moment, in that moment you can connect that I'm experiencing these exceptional challenges which are a byproduct of my exceptional child, which are a byproduct of their exceptional circumstances. Let me connect to those, except, those exceptional circumstances. Then you're essentially doing in that moment for your child, physiologically, energetically, in a vibratory way, the same thing you did for yourself. You're giving them an opportunity to move away from their past and come into the present. And when you do that, you're going to connect in a completely different way. And it's not always going to look pretty. It's not always going to look kind. It's not always going to look loving. It's not always going to feel good. 
but it is always going to work. It is always going to move you closer to love and relationship. And that's what working really is. Because that's the essence of healing. If what you're doing is moving you further from relationship, if what you're doing is moving you into more stress, into more fear, which is moving you further from relationship, it's not going to work. It's going to leave you feeling really sad and helpless and overwhelmed because it's stressing you. If what you're doing is moving you closer to love and relationship, then you're on the right path. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints. And those, those are the experiences we grew up with. Those are the blueprints that define our life. Not just our, not just our, our origin, our origin story, but all the generations past that go into creating that origin story. Those are our blueprints that we operate from automatically. So we can react from those blueprints. We can become stressed out, we can become overwhelmed, we can become fearful. Or we can slow down, we can take three to ten deep breaths, maybe a hundred breaths. We can breathe into our pain body. We can acknowledge our pain body. We can be more aware of it. We can be more mindful of it. We can honor it. We can soothe it and settle it and regulate ourselves. And in that process, we're choosing love. And when we're choosing love, we're showing up in the lives of our children in a more present, more powerful way. A way that allows them to begin the healing process. So I hope you'll choose love. Have a fantastic Friday, Big Papa. We'll see you again on Monday. God bless you. Talk to you soon.